Welcome to the MedEvidence Podcast, hosted by Dr. Michael Corrin and Michelle McCormick. MedEvidence, where we help you navigate the real truth behind medical research with both a clinical and research perspective. In this podcast, we'll have discussions with physicians that have extensive experience in patient care and research. How do you know that something works? In medicine, we conduct clinical trials to see if things work. Now, let's get the truth behind the data. Welcome to MedEvidence, powered by Encore Research Group. Go to EncoreDocs.com. Well, hello, Dr. Corin. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Doing well. All right. Let's talk about this new information platform. What is it and why do we need it? It's a great question, Michelle. And MedEvidence is a platform that we developed several years ago. And this is going to sound really corny, but the reason we're developing it is because we want to help people to understand the truth. And you would say, well, isn't that pretty straightforward? But the truth is pretty complex. And the truth is particularly complex in medicine. And there is so many examples out there of people trying to navigate what is true and what is not true with regard to their personal health and with health facts and health claims. And just the process of going to the doctor's office and the process of understanding how technology is influencing all of us in the healthcare space. So we're trying to set up MedEvidence to help people navigate all that. Mm -hmm. And so talk a little bit more about the the truth base of MedEvidence. Okay, so MedEvidence is going to cover lots of different ground. And sometimes the best way to understand that is just by virtue of example. And these things come up every single day in my life. And, And just so the audience knows, I'm a practicing cardiologist. I run a clinical trial center in Northeast Florida. And um, I'm also involved in publications and organized medicine and some other things. So I see the medical world from a broad spectrum. And of course, I have friends like other people, a few left (laughs) that haven't abandoned me while I'm so busy doing other things. And um, uh, I had a friend call me literally a couple days ago. And it was a friend who had a son who was in his 20s. And he was scared to death because his son was diagnosed with some horrible heart condition. Mm. Okay, so I'm a cardiologist. I can handle that. But I also knew that I had seen this boy when he was a boy. Now he's a man. And uh, we, we looked at him when he was in high school, and he had some atypical chest pain. And we did an evaluation, and I did not find anything of concern. But he's a very tall guy. He's like six foot six, and he has like a little bit of a, a flat chest, mm-hmm which could be associated with a condition called Marfan syndrome. So now he's uh, on his own. He's actually in the IT world. He's living in New York. He went to see a doctor and he started talking about these things uh, to his doctor in in New York. And the doctor heard a little bit of a heart murmur and said, well, let's check out your heart. This is a primary care physician. And he was was doing his job. So he got sent for an echocardiogram. And um, they start freaking out a little bit because when they were looking at the paperwork for the referral for the echocardiogram, it said that he had the diagnosis of Marfan syndrome and a aortic valve problem. Mm. It actually said aortic valve disease with stenosis or regurgitation. So they said, oh my God, what's going on? You told us 10 years ago, there's nothing wrong with my heart. And now we have Marfan syndrome and we have this valve problem. And, and you know, I want to talk to the greatest expert in New York and who, who's that going to be? Or should he come down to Florida? So they're starting to panic about things. So I said, well, let me look at the information first before we, we get too crazy here. So I look at the information, and actually what they were seeing were billing diagnoses. 
they weren't even real medical diagnoses. Mm. And so one of the elements of the truth when you're navigating the medical system is that some of the stuff that gets put down is strictly for billing reasons, and it's not an established diagnosis. And the crazy world we live in is that you can't order the echo and get paid for the echocardiogram, which is an ultrasound of your heart, without writing something, which is one of the things you're trying to rule out. Mm -hmm. We used to be able to say, rule out aortic stenosis or rule out Marfan syndrome. But now you actually have to say Marfan syndrome to get paid to do an echo to rule it out. So isn't that an interesting way of thinking about the truth? Right. So the truth is, is that the people that put that diagnosis down were doing it to get paid because that's their truth. They were ordering a test that was appropriate. It's not that they were doing anything inappropriate, but the poor patient who's now supposed to look at their electronic medical records and understand more about their health is freaking out because they think they have a diagnosis that they've been told in the past was not their diagnosis. So long story short is um, they got the echo and it turns out there's nothing there, just like we saw 10 years ago, but it created all this concern. Mm -hmm. So that's an example of people that went through a lot of anxiety to get to the truth, and I was able to help them by explaining to them what you see on that piece of paper that orders the test is not an actual diagnosis. It's a billing diagnosis. Okay, so that, that's, that's the traffic of medicine. And then I'll give you another example. Um, again, these are all literally within the last 48 hours. I have another patient who's a dear patient, patient for many, many years. Um, she called us maybe three weeks ago, she was wor- you know, She had a, a typical upper respiratory infection. She thought she may have had a breakthrough case of COVID. And certainly I've done a lot of work in that space. And she called and we, we, we talked to her. And I mostly talked to her through my nurse practitioner. I, I, I was kind of on the, in the room while she was talking to the patient. And we advised her to go to the emergency room. So we didn't hear anything more about it. And then two weeks later, we get a report back from the emergency room. And we find out that she was treated with ivermectin hmm. for covid rather than Paxlovid. So ivermectin, as you may remember, was this pretty controversial drug, which is basically for, an, for it's a drug given to animals for parasites mm-hmm. primarily, but it is FDA approved and it was, been, it was used fairly extensively off-label early on during the COVID pandemic, but the FDA never approved it and people are all upset about the government not approving it. But eventually, a major clinical trial was done. Actually, it was done in Brazil with thousands of patients, which showed that at best, ivermectin had about a 10% efficacy rate and probably didn't do anything. And that was a big, very well-executed study done in the New England Journal of Medicine about uh, six, seven months ago. And meanwhile, Paxlovid, which is 80% effective, which is now available, was not used in this patient. So that's an example of clinical trial data and so much noise out there that people still think, oh, I heard about ivermectin. It's probably good. Isn't that the drug that the government doesn't want us to take because the pharmaceutical companies aren't making money on it? You know, that's what people say. When the truth is, is that there are two different drugs that have both now been extensively tested. One has been absolutely proven to be effective. The other one, uh, I'm not so sure of. And really, in my opinion, there was no excuse for her not to get the proven drug. So how does the consumer navigate that? Well, that's what MedEvidence is going to help us do. And we can go through many, many of these different scenarios. The other thing that we are trying to accomplish with MedEvidence is that we want to understand history. So we've talked about this before. It's that famous Mark Twain line, history does not repeat itself, but it does rhyme. Mm -hmm. And there is so much wisdom in that, is that when we don't understand history, we will continue to make the mistakes that were made in the past. 
and eventually we fix the mistakes and eventually things move on. But if you are a consumer that understands the process of getting to the truth, you will do much better navigating the system. your host, Michelle McCormick, and we want to thank Dr. Michael Corrin for his clinical and research perspective behind the science in this episode of MedEvidence, the truth behind the data.